luminosity. Thank you, Sheila. So, um, good morning. Welcome to Trinity. It's the sixth Sunday after Pentecost. So glad you are here. We have uh, Eileen Burdick this morning preaching for us. Um, looking forward to that. It's always good to have Eileen here uh, preaching with us. Member here, but she's doesn't always get to be here with us. So so glad to have you here. Um, we'd like I'd like to sing a song called uh, by John Michael Talbot called "The Lilies of." the field. Um, <clears throat> you'll recognize a familiar scripture from within that, from within that uh, song. So, the lilies of the field, um, the lyrics will be up on the wall there. You can follow along and keep those in your heart. Consider
Sunday after Pentecost. I'm Deacon Amy. Happy to be with you here today as Pastor Eileen is here with us as well. Um, you will find on your, what color is that, buff sheet of paper. There's an order for the service and all of the hymn numbers are on there if you'd like to look those up ahead of time, but they will be projected for you. Everything that you'll need for the service will be projected. Uh, if it is comfortable for you, I invite you to stand at this time. Gathered together, we worship in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We begin with our gathering hymn, All Are Welcome. Saints and 
continue our service with the Kyrie. Carl will lead us and the words will be projected for you. together as we sing our hymn of praise, let us put on the clothes of Christ. Domination will finally end all 
Eternal God, you draw near to us in Christ, and you make yourself our guest. Amid the cares of our lives, make us attentive to your presence, that we may treasure your word above all else. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Diane's going to come up and read our first lesson for us. From the sixth chapter of Micah. With what shall I come before the Lord and bow myself before God on high? Shall I come before him with burnt offerings, with calves a year old? Will the Lord be pleased with thousands of rams, with 10,000 rivers of oil? Shall I give my firstborn for my transgression, the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? He has told you, O mortal, what is good, and what does the Lord require of you but to do justice and to love kindness, and to walk humbly with your God. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
Amen to that. Beautiful, exquisite. Please stand as you are able for the reading of this morning's gospel. This morning's gospel is from Luke chapter 10. Now as they went on their way, he, Jesus, entered a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to what he was saying. But Martha was distracted by her many tasks. So she came to him and asked him, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha. You are worried and distracted by many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, which will not be taken away from her. This is the gospel of our Lord. 
Please be seated. Grace and peace to you this morning from our Lord Jesus Christ who understands the good intentions of our distractions and promises true nourishment in our listening and arising. Now, Jesus understands and affirms both Martha and Mary in the scripture passage and affirms the Martha and Mary in all of us. God is with us through our 20s, through our 40s. When we are busy building a career, raising a family, creating a home, volunteering for activities, chasing kids and dust bunnies and opportunities. That is what society expects of us, just like the social hospitality that was expected by Mar of Martha. Distractions are the norm during this season of life in our 20s through our 40s. God is with us in our sleep deprivation as we mumble a simple prayer, perhaps, of protection and of gratitude for our busy lives, for our families, for our distractions. Martha opens her home to Jesus, and we too try to open our hearts to Jesus in the swells of our busyness. God is also with us in our 50s and beyond. When our joints begin to ache, when bifocals or trifocals are our norm, when careers begin to draw to an end, and when we begin to experience limitations. Aging really is not for the faint of heart. It is a courageous journey of vulnerability. It is also a journey when our distractions can become diminished and we have time to see opportunities to sit at the Lord's feet and simply listen and learn. Our experience of illness and loss has taught us that we have much to learn. It is when our humble hearts are open that we learn the fullness of the only one thing that we need in our life, being with Jesus, listening fully to his hope for us, and living lives reflective of the words that he shares. Now, some grasp this one thing early in life, especially if they have experienced loss. Some grasp it only on their deathbed. Where we are in our life journey of distractions and humility, wherever we are, we are constantly being invited to the one thing with Jesus, listening fully to his hope for us, living a life reflective of him. It is this 
posture of fullness and stillness and opening and learning and arising. As you probably know, sitting at the Lord's feet is this traditional posture of a disciple. Think how radical it is for Jesus to not only enter the home alone of a woman of means like Martha, but also to encourage another woman, her sister, to listen and to learn from him. Women were restricted in synagogue worship and not even allowed to touch the holy texts lest they defile them. Jesus now astonishes historical and perhaps even modern readers by encouraging Mary to sit at his feet. He did not question her right or competence to hear his words and even assured, asserted them that what she receives cannot be taken away from her at a time when things were easily taken away from women. Mary has full right to be where she is, listening and learning about the lessons and promises and relationships that weave through Jesus' words. And so you, too, have full right to be there as well. Regardless of the dust of your life journey, of the mistakes and regrets you have encountered along the way, or the labels that the world has put upon you, you remain a beloved child of God, invited to listen, to learn, to grow, and arise. Mary was fortunate to be in the presence of the living word of God. So how do we also encounter and grow from the living word as well? Some of us grow through Bible study. Some of us grow through relationships and community with one another. Some of us grow through prayer. Some of us grow through this contemplative gazing at the night sky. Some of us grow through action. When I speak of action, I do not imply distraction, meeting social expectations or other person's expectations. Rather, grounded in the teachings of Jesus and God's heartfelt hopes for us, we are called to share that hope with others through action. As we hear from the reading of Micah, God simply wants us to do justice, to love kindness, to walk humbly with God in this world. So we are called to eventually rise from the feet of Jesus and walk in the world with this focused intention for the world to have compassion, to have love for one another. So let me share a brief story with you how one woman in recent months accepted the invitation to sit at Jesus' feet. She listened, she grew, and she rose in God's intention for her. I'm the uh, spiritual care director at Josephine Caring Community 
which is a complex of, of skilled nursing home, assisted living, rehab, memory care, and even child care in Stanwood. And this year, I recruited 43 volunteer riders from the community to develop relationships with an assigned resident and interview this resident to glean stories, their stories, and to glean their wisdom, and then write a book. This book assures the resident that their stories and that their wisdoms have been captured, and they're important, and will be shared as a legacy for them, as well as for their families, and friends and staff to read. These books were published into hardcover form through Barnes and Noble Press, and this is one of those books. The book is titled Living with a Disability, a collection of wisdom in stories. It's an autobiography of Vivian Diaz, and it was told to Charlene Bonville, who is the author. The resident Vivian is 68 years old and has lived a life of epilepsy as well as very complex health issues. The author is a decade younger. Both share a deep Christian faith. At the end of this book, the author shares a Martha and Mary-like reflection. She says this, the opportunity to write Vivian's story was actually a spiritual experience for me. I had been struggling with some career changes and was praying for clarity of what God's will was for me. I got some very strong messages about doing something more fulfilling in my life than earning money. While I've always enjoyed volunteering at the church, at another nonprofit for homeless and at-risk youth, and with ladies in recovery, the Lord was trying to tell me that I need to prioritize loving others. How ironic that this was one of the lessons Vivian would often preach to her nieces and nephew. I've written a lot of audit reports, but not something as important as somebody's story. This is, experience has been such a blessing. Prioritize loving others. We hear it in Micah. And we join Martha and Mary in learning and growing through God's love in this life. May you hold the Martha and Mary in you with grace, with love. And may together they expand your heart to listen, to learn, to grow and to rise in his love. Amen.
Our hymn of the day is, Will You Come and Follow Me, also known as the Summons. Please rise as we sing. There are five verses, and we'll test your memory here. So I'd like all of you to sing verses 1, 3, and 5. I'd like the women to sing verse 2, and the men to sing verse 4. compassionate God, we gather before you to pray for the church, the world, and all in need. Shine the light of understanding on your church on earth. Bind us together as we seek to share your love with the world. Lift up our VBS teachers, helpers, and all youth to experience, know, and share your gifts of love and joy with all they meet. 
God, in your mercy. Protect birds and their nests, fields full of crops, the seas and the fish that swim in them. Give us a heart and the will to reverse the harm we have done to this creation and build a healthy future for the young to not only survive but thrive. God, in your mercy. Raise up just and wise advocates and judges from small town courts to international tribunals. Enlighten all to discern what is right, honorable, and just, and to do what is just, love what is kind, and walk humbly toward an abundant life for all. God, in your mercy. Nurture faith in those who doubt. Lift up those who are weak and surround with love those who are facing their last days. Remember especially the families of those lost to wars, disasters, and violence, and give them peace. God, in your mercy. Expand the understanding of this assembly to see our neighbors as you see them. As we follow Mary's example, yet let the yeast of your word grow beyond us to expand your boundless love to those around us. Let us renew relationships gone stale and humbly admit when we have fallen short with one another and make reparation. God, in your mercy. Finally, justice loving God, you shape us into living parables. We pray that your spirit may guide us so that we may better understand our experiences as healing metaphors and choose the better part as we become creative and abundant stewards of the world you entrusted to our love. Into your hands we place all our prayers, spoken and unspoken, trusting in the mercy of Christ Jesus. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you. Also with you. Please turn and greet your neighbor in whatever way is pandemically comfortable for you. <laughs> All right, we have a few announcements this morning. Um, birthday today, Peyton Cavanis has a birthday today. I think Peyton worships online, so happy birthday, Peyton. Uh, the altar flowers, beautiful, beautiful altar flowers given this morning by Vivian Shuri in Thanksgiving for her church family where everyone is welcome. Uh, card ministry, we have those little half sheets with names and addresses on the Narthex table. Uh, we asked this week for cards sent to Shailene Camry Hogat and Audrey Anderson. Audrey's cancer has returned. Um, she's awaiting news of a plan moving forward, so cards of companionship and encouragement for her. And Shailene soon, begin, soon begins an experimental treatment for her cancer, which has also returned. Um, we know that these cards and messages bring, bring great hope and comfort. So thank you. Thank you for connecting with our people through those. Speaking of cards, we will have a card-making party on Saturday, July 30th at 1 o'clock p.m. This is an activity sponsored by our TLC Revive 2022 committee. Um, Vivian will be leading that, that afternoon event, so please bring your ideas with you. All of the supplies that you'll need will be uh, included. We'll have lemonade and coffee and cookies and a good time. There is a sign-up sheet for that on the table in the Narthex. Let's see, next Sunday is T-shirt Sunday. So be sure to wear your favorite T-shirt to church. And then while you're here, our brand new, we're, we're trying to decide on a name for this color. Apricot sounds better than mustard to me, but 
These brand new shirts will be available for purchase. Uh, the front has the Trinity logo on it, and the back is that text from Micah 6 that you heard this morning. T-shirts are $12 each, or incredible deal, two for $25. So <laughs> come and get your T-shirts next week. We'll have those available in the gym um, after each service. Uh, speaking of in the gym, those wonderful photos of Pastor Jim are still up on the walls, and your uh, captions that you put on those are just fantastic. So today is your opportunity to vote, and then next week we will have a prize for the winning caption. So how we vote, there are little um, different colored sticker dots in the gym on the tables by those photos. So you choose three stickers, it doesn't really matter what color they are, and you put those three stickers on your three favorite captions. And then at the end of the week, we'll tally up which captions have the most stickers on them. So everybody gets three, three, three stickers, no more than three stickers, and go choose your favorite <laughs> captions in there. Um, as was mentioned, we are starting Vacation Bible School tomorrow morning. We have a fantastic group of kiddos and volunteers sign up. Volunteers will be meeting down in the fireside room right after this service to go through details and plans for the week. So um, if you haven't signed up but you would like to help out, come on down and we will learn about the week. And again, we appreciate your prayers and support for this just amazing week. We have a special announcement this morning from Kelly Henrio, so I'm going to invite Kelly up front to share with us. I wish to thank everyone here for your cards. They are very important. Um, I should know, I've gotten received lots and lots and lots of cards. I am up here to share good news. My tumor has not grown. And um, yes, I'm so, so happy about that, you know, with God's help. Um, yeah, so uh, that's what my, I'm sharing this with you guys because I love you all. And I appreciate all the cards. That's true. Kelly. <laughs> Such good news. Thank you, Kelly. Um, are there any other announcements this morning? Carl. <laughs> um, some, uh, some time ago, Dan Conroy handed me an electric guitar which I played during the prelude. And I'm, I've not been an electric guitar player over the years, you might have noticed. Um, you've never seen me play one here before in my life. Um, but I felt like the song that I started with this morning might just work on that guitar, and it was just uh, so fun to play, and I'm so grateful to Dan for just sharing that instrument with us. And so if you see Dan around, give him a pat on the back and a thank you, and, and enjoy. Wonderful, thank you. Uh, we continue our service now with Holy Communion. As we move toward the table, I invite you to stand. Long ago, Jesus gathered his disciples as he gathers us this morning with his presence with his promise, with his forgiveness, 
and with this hope for us all. The night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Again, after supper, he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is a new covenant in my blood, shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this in remembrance of me. Please join together in the Lord's Prayer. Please be seated. If there are any visitors um, here or online, a warm welcome. We're glad that you're with us. And as a reminder, it is our Lord Jesus Christ who is the host of this meal and welcomes all who wish to receive to come forward. The ushers will guide you. Gather on the hill. 
body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ strengthen you and keep you in his grace. And as you arise from dwelling in his word as we gathered here this morning, may you receive the blessing of the benediction. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord's face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Our sending hymn is Let Us Talents and Tongues Employ. 